0: Well, good morning. How you doing? It's Tuesday, January 4th, 2022. (laughs) Yesterday I was saying 2021, wasn't I? I did that, didn't I? It's 2022 now. Let let me start off with, uh, please, please, right-wingers and others who aren't right-wing but still think the same way for some reason, please don't use Betty White in your political fight. Please don't. It has been confirmed that Betty White died from natural causes, not from a vaccine booster, as some have alleged. Please don't drag Betty White down with you. I'd appreciate it. Uh, PVTV. Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Uh, Tell your friends to uh, Google Political Views TV Podcast. I'll show up right at the top of the search. Those four words, Political Views TV Podcast. Man, I appreciate you every day. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. Uh, If you can, uh, bring someone with you today or tomorrow. Uh, Tweet to me. Questions or insights or fights at Cyberclops. Um, In New York, let's start off, I guess. Attorney General. Uh, Letitia James has subpoenaed two of Trump's children, Ivanka and Donald, uh, Don Jr., you know, um, Eric, uh, already sat for a deposition relating to the case back in, uh, October of 2020. Uh, Ivanka and Donald Trump Jr., who have been heavily involved in the Trump Organization, are attempting to block an order to hand over document, any documents. They have asked a judge to quash the, quote, unprecedented and unconstitutional bid for their testimony. And the two have already filed motions to end the subpoenas. I, this is insane. Y- you can't do that. It's not going to work. It already hasn't worked. Uh, they will lose. If you remember, we talked about the uh, that Trump sued uh, Letitia James last month, accusing the Attorney General, an elected Democrat, of pursuing a politically motivated witch hunt against him, a Republican. Uh, this is a civil case. Uh, the criminal case is in the Manhattan uh, DA's office. Uh, it was Cyrus Vance, but he's he's gone now. Somebody else is taking his place and is going to be taking over that case. Uh, now that I have your attention, let's try to fix the world. Yesterday, Senator, uh, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer announced a new deadline for Democrats to change the upper chamber's rules to end the Republican obstructionism of pro-democracy legislation. Uh, the Senate may change its rules at the beginning of the session, uh, along with outlining <coughs> the next steps, on urgently needed voting rights legislation, Schumer called out uh, the GOP for not only blocking multiple bills, but also engaging in other attacks on U.S. democracy, including claiming that the 2020 election was stolen from Trump, the big lie, as we call it. Uh, Schumer said in a letter uh, to Democratic senators, We hope our Republican colleagues change course and work with us. That, that's a joke. That had to be meant as a joke, because we know that's not going to happen. But if they do not, the Senate will debate and consider changes to the Senate rules on or before January 17th, uh, Martin Luther King uh, Jr. Day, uh, to protect the foundation of our democracy, free and fair elections, uh, according to uh, the Brennan Center. Uh, Brennan Center does a lot of research and uh, does a lot of stuff uh, for democracy, so to speak. Uh, According to the Brennan Center for Justice Analysis, published last month, the GOP's tidal wave of restrictive voting legislation is expected to continue this year after at least 19 states have enacted 34 voter suppression laws in 2021. Uh, GOP anti-voter laws and gerrymandering have fueled demands, including in a letter from 60 progressive groups on Monday, for Senate Democrats to reform or abolish the filibuster so they can pass the Freedom to Vote Act and the House-approved John R. Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act, uh, both of which were blocked by the chamber's uh, Republicans last year, if you remember. We talked about this many times. Quite simply, democracy is on the ropes. And unless we do something, uh, fascism, disguised as republicanism, will destroy us. Uh, Schumer brought up some good points. Uh, he said, the Constitution specified that measures demanding a supermajority, including impeachment or the ratification of treaties, but they explicitly rejected supermajority requirements for legislation, having learned firsthand of such a requirement's defects or defects under the Articles of the Confederation. Uh, the weaponization of rules once meant to short suck Short circuit obstruction have been hijacked to guarantee obstruction. We must ask ourselves, if the right to vote is the cornerstone of our democracy, then how can we in good conscience allow for a situation in which the Republican Party can debate and pass voter suppression laws at the state level without, uh, with only a simple majority vote, but not allow the United States to do the same? Any sort of right. He's got a point there. Uh, Schumer said we must adapt. Uh, the Senate must evolve. Uh, Politico reports that uh, Democratic lawmakers have met quietly with Manchin to gauge his openness to changing the Senate rules. And while an uh, outright elimination is off the table, Democrats are trying to see whether Manchin and Cinema are open for, uh, to other uh, proposals, like, like bringing back the uh, talking filibuster. Uh, as you and I call it, the Mr. Smith filibuster, which is what I've been fighting for, as I said, if you looked at my YouTube video that I, that I told you to look at, for 12 years, I mean, I've been fighting for it for longer than that, but they, they, 12 years ago is when I, when I sent Harry Reid that, that pail, that, that little bucket, that little tin pail. Uh, Moving on. <clears throat> Let's see if I can do this. Let me get some coffee first. Hold on. Nice warm coffee to loosen the throat. <clears throat>, <clears throat> Shall we play a game? <laughs> that wasn't very good. Shall we play a game? I don't know. I, I don't remember. You guys remember the movie War Games. Uh yesterday. The leaders of five of the world's nine nuclear powers released a rare joint statement acknowledging that there can be no victors of a nuclear war. The leaders of the United States, Russia, China, the United Kingdom and France, the five permanent uh, United Nations Security Council members or, or of the P-5, affirm that a nuclear war cannot be won and must never be fought. We all learned that in, the 1980, in 1983 from the movie War Games. If you haven't seen the movie... Actually, that's one of the few movies that could be done well if it was updated. It would be interesting. Uh, anyway, yeah, we, we learned it from War Games. But none of the five countries or any of the other four nuclear powers, signed the treaty on the prohibition of nuclear weapons, the TPNW, uh, the 2017 agreement outlawing uh, nukes that took effect last January and has been ratified by 56 nations, except for the ones with the nuclear weapons. I guess no one wants to be tied down by a treaty. Now remember, Russia has like, what, 6,500? The United States has, uh, like, 5,500, 5,200, 5,500. Uh, China has quite a few. Um, uh, uh, Canada, uh, France, um, North Korea, uh, Pakistan, India. I believe that's all. Am I missing someone? France, the UK. Oh, the UK. Of course. I think they have some too. Anyway. Um, Yesterday, a federal judge blocked the Biden administration's vaccine requirement for members of the military. Um, I'm actually surprised, to tell you the truth. Technically, it didn't block the requirement, but it blocked them from punishing Navy SEALs who refused it So essentially it's still blocking the requirement When you are in the military You are owned and that's why I'm so surprised Uh, There was a story about one guy Who used butter As tanning lotion uh, On the fantail of a a Navy destroyer He just laid out there for a while And he got sun poisoning He got busted in rank for um, uh, Busted in rank for destruction Of government property Because he is government property. When you're in the military, you are government property. Uh, G.I. GI Joe, government issue. Uh, U.S. District uh, Judge Reed O'Connor issued a preliminary order blocking the Navy from taking adverse action against 35 Navy SEALs who sued in court because they are seeking exemption from the vaccine requirement for religious reasons. O'Connor wrote in his order, the COVID-19 pandemic provides the government no license to abrogate those freedoms. There is no COVID-19 ex- exception in the First Amendment. There is no military exclusion from our Constitution. Uh, I, but, the, you know, the, the ridiculousness of this is that there isn't really a religion that doesn't want people to get vaccinated. There really isn't. Not, not a legitimate reason. And, the, and there's no way all those Navy SEALs suddenly got religion. Uh, over 99% of active-duty active Navy uh, service members are fully vaccinated against COVID-19. Uh, except for these guys, apparently. Lithuania is in an ongoing diplomatic dispute with Beijing. Lithuania has been hit with trade and other restrictions since it announced it would establish mutual diplomatic post with Taiwan. So that's that's why China of course is a little bit pissed about it. So in December when uh, rum from Lithuania was bound for China, China said, "No, we're just going to we're going to you can't bring that rum to China. Forget it." Uh, because of their alliance with Taiwan. So what did Taiwan do? The state-owned Taiwan Tobacco and Liquor, uh, TTL, said it made the purchase in December to support Lithuania after learning the shipment was going to be blocked by Chinese authorities. Uh, Now, now, Taiwan's government is sharing all these cocktail recipes because it's got so much rum out there. Uh, uh, Sharing all these recipes with the public after it reportedly bought 20,400 bottles of Lithuanian rum. Uh, And uh, Taiwan residents are suddenly very happy. Uh, Now, uh, 20,000 bottles. What's the... uh, is, Is Taiwan, is that 20 million people? Hmm. You know, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It might not be 20 million, or is it 20? I forget. I've looked it up before. I'd have to look it up uh, again. You can look it up on your own. Whatever. Moving on. I've been on Route 95 in Virginia and in Maryland. I'm from the area. I remember going to my radio station job at 5 a.m. before the snow plows came in my 1987 RX7. Yes, hot car. But there is nothing like a heavy front-end car with rear-wheel drive in snow and ice. It's, uh, that's just asking for danger. <laughs> at one point, I was sliding down the freeway sideways at about 40 miles an hour using my steering wheel to try and right the car while dodging a dozen cars around me. If I had another coat of paint, I would have hit a couple of those cars. There's no doubt in my mind. I got really close. I made it to work that morning and passed a dozen, uh, dozens of cars and a and at least one big rig that had uh, uh, that they had to close the freeway later uh, to pull it out from where it went off the road. Maryland and Virginia has always had worse weather than some northern states, and now maybe, maybe worse because of global warming. Uh, the reason they have worse weather, I, I let me explain this to you it's on the rain snow line. So if they get snow, It melts during the day and then turns to ice. Or they'll get sleet or they'll get freezing rain. We prayed for snow so we could get traction in the ice. I can't tell you how many times I slipped on the sidewalk and split my head open. Anyway, that's probably why I'm a little stupid. Um, Yesterday, people became stranded all over 95 in Virginia yesterday. I didn't say the ninety-five because they're over there. If it was in California, I would say the ninety-five. Um, all over ninety-five in Virginia yesterday for many hours. Overnight, some uh, were rescued, um, and uh, this morning, uh, the vehicles were stuck on portions of a fifty-mile stretch of uh, ninety-five between Richmond and Washington D.C. Um, uh, the the beltway around um, D.C. is called four ninety-five, but uh, on the Oh gosh, is it the uh, the east side? The east side of the beltway is four ninety five slash ninety five, so it's both. I think it's the east. Side. Yeah, it is the east side. Um, where was I? Frisbee area. Oh, uh, it was closed because uh, partially because of disabled trucks blocking the way, uh, all along the snowy and icy conditions. You know, there's trucks everywhere. Uh, that section of Virginia is very rural, just south of D.C. Uh, The storm dropped more than a foot of snow there and people are still stranded in cars. Uh, There was one uh, couple, or was it just a father, with his four-month-old baby that had been there for nine hours? I I, I hope they get out. But anyway, hopefully things will uh, clear out by tomorrow and everybody will get out uh, before freezing to death. So remember, Twitter shuddered. Marjorie Taylor Greene's uh, 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 Twitter account now Facebook suspended an account of Greene for 24 hours for spreading misinformation about COVID-19. A day after Twitter permanently suspended her, I, I, don't, I don't think I don't think uh, her Facebook account was suspended. I think they closed a post. Facebook has joined Twitter in censoring me. Uh, Greene reportedly wrote in a post on Telegram and Getter Networks. This is beyond censorship of speech. Uh, actually, it isn't. The Constitution says nothing about whether individuals can stop someone from exercising free speech on their own property. Twitter and Facebook have their own property. You were using it. Uh, a spokesperson for Facebook told NPR, A post violated our policies, and we have removed it, but removing her account permanently for this violation is beyond the scope of our policies. So maybe she's uh, suspended temporarily. I don't know what's going on. I don't care. Marjorie Taylor Greene needs to... Well, you know what she needs to do. Of course, Trump blasted Twitter in a statement last night, one day after uh, they permanently suspended the personal account of uh, Greene. Uh, for violating the COVID-19 misinformation policy. Trump called the social media network a disgrace to democracy, adding that the company shouldn't be allowed to do business in this country. Just so you know, that would fall under numbers three and number six of the 14 points of fascism. Just Google it. Uh, Trump said Marjorie Taylor Greene has a huge constituency of honest, patriotic, hardworking people. Oh, patriotic. That's, uh, number, that's number one. Uh, anyway, they don't deserve what's happening to them on places like low-life Twitter and Facebook. He then encouraged his supporters to drop off both Twitter and Facebook, calling them boring and hated by everyone and claim they only portray left-leaning views. Twitter doesn't have a view. And if it did, it would be right-leaning because it's a corporation. Uh, Trump said, They are a disgrace to our nation. Keep fighting Marjorie. (laughs) You know what? Just Google the 14 points of fascism. Everyone should learn to recognize those 14 points of fascism. Read through it. You'll know what I'm talking about. And when you write fascism, remember to capitalize it. It's really important. The criminal, Devin Nunez, not officially criminal, but he's officially gone. The Republican who has represented California since 2003 uh, has officially resigned from Congress, ending a nearly 20 year uh, um, career in the House of Representatives. Uh, We talked about him, a close ally of Trump He announced in December that he was leaving Congress at the end of 2021 to become CEO of Trump's propaganda arm. Sorry, I misread that. To become CEO of the Trump Media and Technology Group. Anyway, he's gone now. Here in Southern California, Kelly Earnby, Deputy DA in what I call beyond the Orange Curtain in Orange County, California, has died from COVID-19. Why should you care about this person who's just thinning the herd in Orange County? She was a huge opponent of mask rules and fought against mask requirements, but she has died of COVID-19, the DA, deputy DA. That's it. Thanks for listening. Man, do I appreciate you or what? It's really nice of you to come. Um, 2022, let's get it right. Tuesday. Wait a minute. Where am I? Where am I? Where's my paperwork? Yeah, that's not it. There it is. Tuesday, January 4th, 4th, 2022. Tuesday, January 4th, 2022. I truly appreciate you. If you can, bring someone with you tomorrow. PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast, those four words. That's what you Google to find me. I'll show up right at the top of the search. Tweet to me your questions, your insights, your fights. Maybe you want to school me. Maybe you want to tell me about a story I'm not covering. Tweet me at cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. And remember, always remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget it. I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles.